a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, happy Tuesday. This is Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. We just got through you and I together listening to that debate between the two candidates on the, in the Republican Party for the office of attorney general. And it was a fascinating debate. I, I know, I know, I know that that phrase sounds oxymoronic, fascinating uh, debate. But no, I, I promise you, there were great, great nuggets to learn, not only about the two candidates, but about the office itself, the office of attorney general. If I could extend an invitation to you, it is this. Would you get on Facebook, navigate your way over to the Lee Lonsberry Facebook page, the one for uh, this live mic program. You'll see the logo up in the corner. Click on there, and you'll have access then to the full airing of this hour-long debate between the two candidates, one, the current uh, Attorney General of the State of Utah, Sean Reyes, and also uh, Attorney of U- in Utah County, District Attorney David Levitt. The back and forth with these two gentlemen, absolutely fascinating. You'll, you're certainly able to see uh, you know, that Sean Reyes has certainly served in this office for some time. He reminds you of that a number of uh, times and points out many of the accomplishments, and David Levitt pointing out many of what he views are the shortcomings of Sean Reyes and what he would do differently, how he would change priorities, how he would... Uh, have done things done in the past, maybe a little bit differently. And in just a moment, I'm going to share with you some of the words of these two candidates. But first, I want to give you a look at what's coming up on today's program. We are absolutely jam-packed with some exciting content. I'm looking forward to having a number of conversations with you and with guests throughout the program. We'll look at what happened last night in the city of Salt Lake and compare it to what happened Saturday night. The protesters were back. But they were either different protesters or last night brought with them a different spirit, a different attitude, different tactics. This may sound hyperbolic, but as I uh, witnessed with my own eyes the behavior of the protesters as they took to the streets last night in Salt Lake City, what I saw was kind of beautiful. Both on the part of the protesters and also that of law enforcement. There were certainly two different sides to what was taking place last night. There were officers that stood shoulder to shoulder, preventing various protesters from accessing this area and that, to include the Capitol, the public safety building, and other areas around the city. And as the night went on and the curfew hour came and went, there were more tactical movements by law enforcement. But there were also tactical and peaceful movements on the part of protesters. There was a, uh, something that happened last night, uh, just before 10 o'clock, where on a street here in Salt Lake City, the last remaining protesters had essentially gathered together in one section of street and found themselves on both sides surrounded by law enforcement. It was well after the curfew hour. It had been made clear by Chief Brown that the curfew would be enforced. And one man stood up, a protester, with a megaphone, And he started speaking not only to the protesters, but also to law enforcement, and ultimately developed a position of negotiator. And I'm kidding you not, that at one point, he had essentially organized a single file line 
in coordination with both the protesters and law enforcement and had gotten all of the protesters to agree to call it a night. And that single file line was escorted by law enforcement uh, back out to where everyone had their cars parked or however they planned on getting home, and that's how the whole deal ended last night. It was beautiful. I'll go into that in greater detail later on and share with you some of the reporting done by our expert colleagues here in Salt Lake City as the protests continued last night. And compare and contrast really the peaceful exercise of the First Amendment compared to the violence and destruction of Saturday night. We'll also speak with Kamal Ahmad, who is a black Muslim here in the state of Utah, who is organizing his own protest of sorts come Saturday. He has a remarkable attitude which is supportive of the message held by protesters as well as thanks and gratitude for the job being done by law enforcement. He'll be my guest just after 1.30, so be sure to tune into that. And now, a quick look back on what happened this morning as these two candidates for attorney general in the, looking for the nomination of the Republican Party joined together at the University of Utah and under the moderation of David Magleby went back and forth discussing first Sean Reyes answering the question, why are you running? I'm running because I love Utah. I love the people of Utah. And for six and a half years, I have stood watch over this state, protecting your kids and grandkids from child sex predators and traffickers and abusers, protecting your teens from street drugs and vaping and suicide, guarding your personal private data from online hackers and cyber criminals, and protecting your family finances from frauds and scams and schemes. I've teamed with the federal government to fight back against the opioid epidemic, against elder and senior abuse and school violence, and I have stood up to the federal government when it's chosen to try to exert more control over our lands and our lives and our liberties. Hasn't been easy working 12 to 15 hour days up and down the state, traveling sometimes to D.C., Supreme Court, White House, Congress to bring back wins and resources to the state of Utah. But I've got more to give. I want to build on the successes that my team and I have created here in the state of Utah. And I want to finish the job that I started. David Levitt. Utah County Attorney challenging Mr. Reyes for the position answered the same question of why is he running this way? I've practiced law for 30 years. I've represented state uh, governments at every level from municipal, county, state, and even national national governments in Eastern Europe. I've spent uh, almost 30 years in the criminal justice system, 10 of those as a criminal defense attorney, 10 of those as an elected prosecutor. And, and I will tell you that our very liberties are at jeopardy. What qualifies for me to run is that I have seen the criminal justice system from every angle, as a prosecutor, as a defense attorney, and also as a reformer in, in the countries of the former Soviet Union. Ninety-nine times out of a hundred, prosecutors don't have to prove the allegations they make. That, engender, that, that endangers our liberties, and I'm here to change that. I'm here to give power back to people, to reduce plea bargains, to increase the number of jury trials we have, and to return proper balance to government. You heard Mr. Levitt mention jury trials. One of his themes throughout the debate this afternoon was a focus on criminal justice reform, specifically on lowering the number of plea deals. His assertion is that 99% of charges brought about by uh, the Attorney General's office end in plea deals. 
He claims, Mr. Levitt, that to, for that to be the case, it is a sidestepping of liberty and democracy, and that for individuals to truly enjoy uh, the protections afforded them within our system of justice, that we need to dial back the number of plea deals which are brought about by the Attorney General's office. Now, Mr. Reyes responded and said, hey, listen, do you have any idea what it would cost if we were to increase by 100 times the number of lawyers and juries we had to assemble uh, to bring about exactly what you have claimed. Now, it is not a betrayal of liberty and justice for plea deals to be struck between uh, defendants and others, and it is, in fact, my assertion that we are on a good path on that front, and while criminal justice reform is important, if that is your only priority, you will fail in this office. They went back and forth uh, many times, and really, uh, regardless of the question asked, there was always a way uh, for Mr. Levitt to bring it back to criminal justice reform. Fascinating debate today, uh, and there was a question asked, Asked of Mr. Magleby specifically relating to what has happened in Salt Lake City over the weekend. The question was, what would you have done differently regarding this weekend's protests? I'm going to find time later in the program to share with you the answers by these two candidates because they're absolutely fascinating. We're going to take a break right now, and when we come back, we're going to look at what transpired last night in Utah's capital city when protesters again took to the streets. The contrast could not be more stark from the violence we saw Saturday to the absolute peace and understanding that we saw on the streets of Salt Lake last night. I'll walk through what I witnessed next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.